0: Hello me lovelies, it's me Ned Natter with the famously unpastroised and unfiltered Ned Natter radio show, ready to brighten your day. First up, it's great to be here again with you. It's time for a good old Natter with an international flavour. But remember, I don't chat about the regular news and current affairs. Oh no, I'm here to give you a break from it all. Yep, a good laugh, even when it's only once a week on a Wednesday. <laughs> Remember though, you can listen to all my shows again. Yep, they're all safe for as podcasts at nednatter.com. Yep, okay, well, put everything down. No, everything, I mean you too. Come on, it's time for the Ned Natter show, and you can't miss this. <laughs> this week on the Ned Natter show from Florida, it's been another of those weeks. Yep, the carnival's finally over in Rio. Me fireman's ding-dang and skip was swiftly evicted whilst the latter has been getting fraudulently entrepreneurial behind me back, oh dear yeah, on the other hand I'm up to more than me ankles in just seasonal rain add to that, I've been saving a lot more than just daylight Yeah, it's a sign of the times either way, you're just going to love me always perpendicularly packed show more so when we take a look at those other crazy regular features and callers from around the world too Here at Two Medicine Farm, what's now loosely referred to as Ned Nuts Florida Island, after finally getting to see the back of me monstrous mother in law, or MIL, that was Satana Troglodyte, yep. I've got a new kind of addition to the farmhouse. Well, it's what you probably call a hookup, yep, that a fully fledged occupant. In other words, I've got a borrowed RV hooked up to the house with both me current firemans living inside. <laughs> this week, both Ding Dang and me long-lost con-man relative Skipner were evicted from the tin-can trailer owned by me artist retreat manager, Quinton. By the way, I was doing some research on the origins of names this week, and Quinton comes from the Old English and means Queen's Manor. Yeah, <laughs> inappropriate. <laughs> anyway, I digress, there was a big reason for the eviction, or put it this way, the carnival's over in Rio. Yep. His former happy-go-lucky guitar-plucking partner, Coagulate, bailed on Brazil and followed his nose all the way back to the relative safety of his native Florida. Well, at least back to me farm, where safety is hardly guaranteed these days. <laughs> <laughs> Coagulate's trip south ended in disaster when Norman, the poetic former retreater and angry young man yep, that was Coagulate's flyby night partner on that little itinerant venture yep fell afoul of the Brazilian authorities, apparently he was charged with interfering with a carnival and that's a very serious matter down there, oh yep to be very honest though, I think he interfered with a lot more than just one of the floats, anyway. <laughs> But unfortunately, Cragglet's not ready to spill the beans just yet. Although he's generally shy, I'm convinced the story will slip out in due course. After all, Quinton is anxious to ridicule Norman, his arch-adversary. So the moment Cragglet fesses up, it'll be in public domain. 60 seconds later. (laughs) Add to that, the wife, Elsie, and our best buddy beyond it, that's beyond it, and Washington, or BBW's friends, started the month with colour. Yep, the wife decided on blue hair. On the other hand, beyond it, decided on the old mix of colours, but no, they decided on the change this week, and went all out for green. Mm. Oh, well, I asked them if it had something to do with, you know, St Paddy's Day, but no, no the attempt at blonde screwed up badly somewhere, and they ended up with green quite by accident. Mm. Apparently they were so focused on eating an enormous chocolate gateau, weighing in at a sort of whopping £10, seat. whilst watching the end of their favourite soap opera, they've forgotten all about the air chemicals overcooking their follicles. <laughs> Apparently the colour shift is only part of it, mm. there's a good chance they'll be losing a chunk of air too in the process. Oh dear, so I'm looking out for new wigs in the mail. Yep, blonde ones, I assume. (laughs) Despite the drama, Beyond It still managed to get another date on that cougar dating website this week. You know, a description still fiction. (laughs) Worst kind. As I mentioned before, what comes around goes around, but, you know, she held back on the next victim. Well, at least the last date to arrive was a guy called Rodney. He's the uh, tattoo and piercing-obsessed lawn care specialist. Yeah. You'd think you have just seen, you know, a tie-dyed pincushion, actually, but uh, he invited her out on another supposedly romantic date. Of course, you're probably thinking flowers, supper and moonlight. Oh, no. Romantic for the wife's buddy is more bright fluorescent light. <laughs> plastic tables and plenty of styrofoam. Yeah. Rodney took her to four of the best fast food places in a five mile radius and all in one evening. <laughs> yep, you're thinking, where on earth does she put it all? Well, all I can say is, is she kind of forgets about the earth. Yep, there's plenty of room on the inside. <laughs> anyway, she arrived back at the farmhouse at midnight fully stuffed. Mm, Add to that, Rodney had a big smile on his face too. And naturally, the wife, Elsie, was very jealous indeed. Oh, yeah. No, not about the date. About all the food she managed to put away. After all, Elsie was home alone with her microwave and that cookbook from the swamp. Well, you know, she wrote it. So there's no one else to blame for the disastrous results, is there? (laughs) But leave me regular farmhouse trials and tribulations. I've still got that ongoing dilemma, which last week got closer to an absolute outright disaster <laughs> yeah a disaster all caused by an old a plane and a bunch of conspiracy theories you yeah. well put it this way little florida farm has become the center of a real life conspiracy yeah the cabbage circle cover-up at two medicine farm i've yeah. <laughs> got odd visitors showing up night and day in droves now words got around They're not only arriving, oh no, they're arriving with plenty of tired excuses too. Well, more like stupid excuses, yeah. (laughs) You know, they say, uh, can they buy cabbages and collards straight from my field? Can they go pick them themselves? (laughs) Yeah, that kind of thing. Or do I have space to pitch a tent? Or worst of all this week, I'm looking for me dog. Mm. To be honest, I think a few of them haven't even come to see the Cabbage Circle at all. Oh no. I think they're just ogling at the true aliens planted on me sofa. (laughs) Even more so, now they come with that ghastly green hair. That wasn't the last of me problems, see. Oh no, naturally seeing an opportunity for profit. Me con man relative Skip now has been charging folks admission. Mm, behind me back, to that with anyway? Yep, he's using a small gate at the far end of me field. He's even cooked up an unbelievable story and is charging extra for a personal guided tour. Or what we loosely term a BS walk. <laughs> yep, he's even talked ding-dang. Into his part of a conspiracy by telling him to say nothing and just stare right at the visitors with a kind of blank expression. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty much used to that bit, Ding Dang. See, you know, uh, he's always got uh, that kind of blank look, you know, <laughs> about as focused as a broken lens he is, you know. Add to that, his eyes are already pretty close together. You know? <laughs> anyway. Skip has told our visitors that Ding Dang lost the ability to speak after seeing a spaceship hovering over me cabbages. Oh, dear, yeah. Add to that, we've still got Pedro, the digital photographer from Phoenix here. Yeah, he's m- clambering around the farm still trying to catch everything farm life offers before I decide enough is enough. Yep, that was last week. Anyway, the worst part of having Pedro on the farm right now is he's become another tool in long-lost relatives' huge fraud. See, so old skip told him to photograph a big saucepan lid he was holding in front of the cabbage plantation. Naturally, it was far too close to the lens to be properly focused. Yep, not ding-dang again, though this is the lens, this time, tiny real one. So afterwards, the blurred results made for the perfect souvenir photos for Skip's little alien adventure con scheme. Of <laughs> course, in artistic circles, that's called perspective, isn't it? And <laughs> I think it's something most of our blinker visitors seem to lack in the non-artistic sense, for sure. Add to that, on the artist front, Janice, our abstract painter and lonely art divorcee. Yeah, she's still painting away with her mind and not her eyes. Yeah, probably a good thing in this case. <laughs> she's uh, teamed up with me corrupt relative too and is selling her abstract so-called alien paintings at me farm gate. (laughs) Mm -hmm. They're a kind of green, yellow, red and black blur. Mm -hmm. If these crazy visitors believe Skip up front, there's no stopping me highly deceptive relative from building on his ongoing plans and upselling them until Russia's cows come home. (laughs) Whilst on the subject of complete disasters though, There was one newcomer to me from Artist Retreat this week. I'll put it this way, I was about to turn him away, as I reckon he's another of them cabbage circle fiends. But he reckoned he was an artist of sorts, and for me, I'm not sure whether I'd call a 58-year-old DJ an artist or not. (laughs) More so when he calls himself DJ Jazzy Scratchy Eric. (laughs) That's an idea for sure, isn't it? Anyway... (laughs) As we mentioned before, it's less retreat and more rehab anyway. <laughs> we can retreat managers, Quinton. You know, he's still eager to get more like-minded folks here on the farm. But, uh, you know, whilst trying to adapt to the return of his partner, Quaggler, of course, yeah, the heat from the ongoing arguments, or what Quinton calls debates, is definitely keeping that little travel trailer hotter than usual. <laughs> but there I go digressing again. You know, our latest edition is armed with a bunch of vinyl records, a turntable and an old Dodge van with a wacky, I suppose what you call way out colour scheme. <laughs> In the windshield there's the almost obligatory peace sign, yep, next to his AAA and AARP stickers. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Added to that He's got all the creature comforts and a combined sound system. Mm, the only reason I know it has creature comforts is our DJ keeps scratching. Mm, yep, not just the records. No, oh, no. In other words, me fram dog, young Clay, has already paid his van a visit. Yep, he really loves his creature comforts. <laughs> if the dog was human, you'd pay him back. Yep, to leave in a hurry and take his extended flea family companions with him. Add to that, a couple of retreaters, Serena and Sebastian, an odd couple from New Jersey, you know, they love to wrap things up in black fabric and call it art. Well, they've been busy again, yep, wrapping up just about everything around me fields in the hope that the endless stream of odd visitors might notice their creative take on art. Oh well, and also let the world know there are odd things than just flattened cabbages here on the farm. <laughs> In fact, uh, you know, Ding Dang almost had a valid excuse for not working this week. Yep, they wrapped up his ATV and his tools. Oh dear. (laughs) On the other hand, the mystics, Sibyl and Rune, are still dabbling in that bit of modern day occult and sorcery but no longer are the symbolic attempts at keeping people away from your farm working. No, no. In fact, their weirdness is actually bringing even more folks here. <laughs> you know, they love to engage with willing ears, and there's nothing better than a bunch of folks who believe. Mm. Yep, they're straight to get to work on them. Yep, so this week they've set up close to the farm gate with promises there's definitely a mediumistic approach to reaching other worldly forces. Mm, you know, at this rate, me poor old farm will be giving the annual state fair some competition this year. <laughs> this is Ned Natter here with the Ned Natter Radio Show. I am here every Wednesday. You can find all me shows again at nednatter.com. By the way, and away from the troubles of the art world, mm, I read this really interesting article a few days ago about allergies. Mm, and I thought with the spring of the year, it was worth mentioning. Of course... I was thinking it'd be all about, you know, pollen and dust, but no, no. There are some really odd allergies out there. Yep, of course I'm very familiar with a farmhouse allergy. Yep, that's a severe allergy to exercise. The <laughs> yep, wife's had the allergy since childhood. That's away from me long lost relative skip narrow's allergy to anything that even looks like I had work. <laughs> He's not alone in that particular allergy, though. Actually, you know, I heard recently it's becoming a lot more common these days. Anyway, there I go again, digressing off the subject. You know, if you look close enough, you'll find that someone somewhere is allergic to something. Yep, And some of those you know, regular things are like fresh air, sunshine, cold, heat, water, coins, electricity. Add to that, these kind must make living near impossible. <laughs> you know, when I take a look around the farm, I soon see a few more examples. It's got to the point where these allergies are great all-round excuses, aren't they? Yep, yeah, yep, yeah, I should know. I rarely go into living room any longer. Yep, yeah, the sight of me sofa dwellers is close to the effects of a life-threatening allergy for sure. <laughs> That, of course, brings me, well, rapidly to someone with a whole set of allergies. Yeah, You, know, you mentioned something, and the old crow either doesn't like it or is allergic to it. Yeah, <laughs> her biggest allergy is doing anything she doesn't want to do. <laughs> away from poker, drinking and smoking, that is. Naturally, or even unnaturally, that's me almost. Antique, 95-year-old mother, old nan. You know... She's the most difficult person I know, allergies or not. <laughs> On the other hand, or should I say, never get offended by an allergy ridden crow like her. Nan's best gambling drinking buddy, that's Tashika Zuki. Yep. She's me, lawyer, Brother and she's the family Nelson, that's boy from Beverly Hills sets most time, is now 103-year-old grandmother. Yep, another long lasting specimen. <laughs> She's immune to most things, yep, I assume that's why she's lived so long. Add to that, hanging around with old Nan would be lethal if she had a smoke or alcohology that was, yep. (laughs) Anyway, this week they went on one of their odd trips, yep, to bankrupt another small time casino I expect. Well, actually Nan discovered a private Miami poker room where the crows can fleece the dealer and the players for stacks of cash. They've been quietly working away on their latest kind of poker-card-sharp tactics for a couple of weeks now, and Nan reckons they've got everyone beat. Mm. I just hope they never see Toshiko counting (laughs) or notice Nan's very baggy sleeves. (laughs) Well, they do say you make your own luck, and naturally old Nan just makes doubly sure of hers. (laughs) This is Ned Natter here with the Ned Natter Radio Show. I'm here every Wednesday, but you can find all my shows again at nednatter.com, where they're all stored for you as podcasts. So if you want me repeats, or can handle listen to me voice all over again, stop by and say hi. Anyway, thinking of hideous nightmares like me rather bizarre family, I'm still having these really weird dreams. You know, they've returned with a vengeance like never before. Add to that, the weirdest ones always arrive when I'm having a nice nap. Never in bed. This time, though, i settled down outside and I was watching the old sunset when I drifted off. It was the day before Nan had self-to on her little gambling spree. The dream started as a complete abstract. I think me, oh, me mother-old Nan finally lost the plot. She was outside with Toshiko and they were playing poker with me collards. <laughs> the worst part of the dream was that the collards were winning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, unheard of. Well, I mean Nan being down against a bunch of brassicas anyway. It was only when I got a bit closer I realised that me greens were being used as camouflage by the real players. Yeah, in a way by Skip Nair, so I didn't notice his profiteering game. Or plan to take old Nan on with a bunch of pro poker players. <laughs> so, well, Nan was saying something in the background as I was listening, saying Skip owes me money. Skip owes me money. Of course. I woke up with a start, didn't I? Oh dear, there was the old crow standing right in front of me. Yep, as crooked as ever, but kind of upright. Yep. She was going on and on about how Skip owed her money, and now he was making money in the cabbages, and I should lean on him and force him to pay her back. <laughs> oh dear, yeah. It's the first time I ever heard of a witch subcontracting something. Yep. She could do it without trying from the comfort of her favourite armchair. To be honest, I just think she enjoys disturbing me peaceful of naps. (laughs) This is Ned Natter here with the Ned Natter Radio Show. I'm here every Wednesday, but you can find all my shows again at nednatter.com, where they're all stored for you as podcasts. So if you want me repeats, or can listen to me voice all over again, stop by and say hi. On the other hand, and still on the subject of bad dreams, me scruffy fireman Ding-Dang is still suffering the consequences of working with and sharing living space with me long-lost relative and professional conman Skip-Narrow. If it wasn't for me nudist neighbour old Fred's kindness, yep, he lent them his RV, they'd be camping in the cabbages right now. <laughs> me fireman was eager with news this week though, yep, Cloistine Dang, that's his half-sister, who is also his uh, third cousin twice removed, apparently. Yep. <laughs> won first prize at the local horse show last weekend. Horse. I was taken aback, yeah. I mean, I never knew she had an horse. Well, but it seems she won the competition without the horse. I <laughs> would <laughs> the highly extended Dang family are not known for their good looks. And in fact, the other horses probably thought there'd be some kind of bias on the judges. More so with the dubious Dang family member, Elrod Dang, sitting on the panel. <laughs> despite that horsey little drama there, I've still got an unforgettable little feature on my show. So is Ding Dang's southern quote. She's so ugly, I'd hire her to haunt a house <laughs> oh dear he reckons that Clysteen Dang won the all show for only one reason <laughs> this is Ned Natter here with the Ned Natter radio show I am here every Wednesday but you can find all my shows again at nednatter.com where they're all stored for you as podcasts so if you want me repeats or can listen to me voice all over again stop by and say hi well, next up, I've got Ned's sagacious moment for you. I might not be a serious old sage, but, you know, i got time to think, and I like the idea of sharing my thoughts with you, my lovely listeners, so moving on from Fram life in general for a minute, I spent a few hours this week questioning the obsession with flying vehicles, mm. or what may well be called something just plain weird, all this private flying vehicle stuff is getting out of control got flying discs flying cars flying bikes and everything else a comic book creator would dream up for sure you know after all most folks can't pay attention on the road can they but at least there's a little chance of them crashing through the roof of your house or ending up on the 34th floor of an office building eh but that's not all one or two might not be a problem eh better still if they're flown by professional pilots But what happens when there are one or two thousand rushing around above your head? Mm, Look out. (laughs) Add to that, there's other new obsessions, aren't they? Drones doing deliveries and dropping stuff everywhere. Of course, down here on Terra Firma, a traffic jam just results in a tailback, even when you've got the odd smart idiot trying to cut in or cut you off. But that all changes to the point of ridiculous when everything is off the ground, does not it? Yep. Commercial aircraft traffic controllers have their work cut out right now, stacking the planes on top of each other like sandwiches. So just imagine all those new little things floating around side by side, underneath and in between. Add to that, if you break the rules of the sky, how can the airborne version of a state trooper pull you over? Oh dear. Right then, pull over, turn off your engine, step out of your car. Hands on the... uh, Oh dear, yeah, all I can see is an absolute... Disaster This is Ned Natter here with the Ned Natter Radio Show. I am here every Wednesday but you can find all my shows again at nednatter.com where they're all stored for you as podcasts. So if you want me repeats or can handle listen to me voice all over again, stop by and say hi. Me blind neighbour old Lonnie and nudist swinger old Fred's home is still the oddest venue in North Florida for a swingers party every Saturday night. It's called, do you know Fred? Sometimes, you know, I wish I didn't. It's the same old thing every week. Bring a bowl, bring your wife or girlfriend and potluck dishes for the free-flowing buffet. Fred mingles with the like-minded swingers. That's his version of a potluck experience. And old Lonnie eats his way through stacks of free food, which this week included something from the bait store. So when Saturday finally rolled around, Fred told me this week's theme was the Paddy and Leprechaun party. Well, Fred reckons his plan is to attract a more interesting bunch of swingers. Yep, he's completely given up on the classy and this week everything was looking decidedly green, of course. That's how I feel after seeing Fred's regular happy-go-lucky swinging entourage. Yep, as green as well, you know. (laughs) Anyway, I headed home pretty fast too. Me field's green enough right now. Me sofa's greener than usual. You know, some days I wish I was surrounded by a bunch of fairy ends again. Oh dear. (laughs) Well, on the family front, when she's not complaining about, well, just pick a subject and she complains. You know your five-year-old mother, old Nan, the miserable old crow herself, has a little feature on the show. Yeah, old Nan remembers. Oh dear, it's a little bout of what's professionally termed reminiscence therapy. <laughs> this time, old Nan remembers old Roy, the Withy pot maker. Yep, yeah, death. <laughs> That's a tongue-twist story, isn't it? Z Death is me mother's old maiden name. But, you know, a family likes to pronounce it, Diath, to make it sound better. But, as you know by now, I call them the straightforward Death. Yeah. So, back to a Roy, the withy pot maker. Death. Well, it's what you call an ancient art, but it still goes on today. A withy pot is a handmade lobster or crab pot. Yep, for catching them. The plan is simple. You know, they swim in to eat the bait, but can't swim out again. Hmm. Well, of course, we're talking about a member of the death family here, but only this time. Surprise, surprise, old Roy made perfect pots. Yeah, that wasn't the issue here, no. It's just that old Roy loved to chat away with a fisherman like an old friend. You know, they kind of trust him. And just for one reason, to find out where they were setting their pots. Then early in the morning, before getting to work on his next masterpiece... You know, he takes his little boat out to sea, dive down, and steal the lobsters right out of the pots, and then head home. Then later on his younger brother took the stolen catch to the market and cashed in. This went on for years whilst the old fisherman complained about the lowest catch in history. That was until one morning. Yeah. That day they got the biggest catch of the century, yeah. Add to that, it wasn't a lobster either. No, it was old Roy. He got trapped in one of his own pots and also tangled up in the rope. Oh dear, well, there's another death to cross off the list. (laughs) This is Ned Natter here with the Ned Natter Radio Show. I am here every Wednesday, but you can find all my shows again at nednatter.com. Well, that lovely, tiny old music means it's time again for my book reviews. Yep, I get my hands on a few and I feature them right here on my show. Just remember, I've got a great system here. You know, if a book's short, it goes on me composty. Sometimes, if it's really bad, you have to burn it. <laughs> Middle-of-row books go in the giveaway charity box. And the good or reasonable ones usually stay on my farm library shelf. I well, hope that's all nice and clear for you. <laughs> Okay then, I've ended up with just one odd book this time around and it's called Getting Pleasure from Fake News by A. Rumor Jr. It's a great book first time fake news proliferators and the advice is pretty self-explanatory too, yeah. But I'll pick out a few of my favourite chapters for you. Right, first up, I got chapter three. It's called Cold Images. Yep, here it explains how you can raid picture libraries for images that fit your fake news story, no matter how old or out of date they are. (laughs) And it tells you how to use the author's own patented digital fakery software (laughs) to make them picture perfect, he says. Yeah. And moving on, we got chapter seven, Matching Up tells you how to find video that looks great and explains how you can overdub your own brand of absolute fiction to make it work for your unique story. You. Finally though, I've got chapter 10. It's called cool Sit Back and Watch. Yeah, watch it the fan alright. It's what the author calls the satisfaction chapter and as mentioned in the book title, Your Way of Getting Pleasure from Confusing Others. Or even terrifying him after death, I suppose, yeah. (laughs) So, back to the book. Well, you know, I'm not burning it. Nope, I'm giving it away. Not to charity, either. No, I'm handing it to me neighbour, old Rush, yeah. And I'm suggesting he read it and learn something, yeah. About the fact that after stuff he reads and then repeats verbatim is, well, let's just say, fake. (laughs) Well, me lovelies, that's all on me book review feature this time around. <laughs> this is Ned Natter here with the Ned Natter Radio Show. I'm here every Wednesday, but you can find all me shows again at nednatter.com, where they're all stored for you as podcasts. So if you want me repeats or can listen to me voice all over again, stop by and say hi i got a listener favourite coming up right now, yep, the anomalies from around the world feature. This time we're visiting Florida and it's another tasteless, distasteful, revolting foodie one, another disgusting delicacy from around the world, oh yeah, I'm talking about stuff from your own backyard, yep. There's a bunch of delicacies and of course they've been around forever. A lot of folks now opt for food at the local grocery store, but not. The backwoods traditionists, yeah, we've got a few of them around here, and this one is Hoover chicken, yeah, it's still a favorite, yeah, that's tortoise meat, um, which, although now illegal, is still eaten by a few what you call aficionados, yeah, they scoop out the meat and then hide the shells out of sight. Later, it's out of the fridge and on the grill, oh dear, then of course. For a still legal supper, there's always possum, armadillo, alligator and snake meat. <laughs> this is Ned Natta here with the Ned Natta Radio Show. I email every Wednesday, but you can find all my shows again at nednatta.com. Well, now we're heading to England. Yep, see, I got a call from Nigel Ponce, the arrogant old catfish-faced gentleman farmer. Me brother Young Buck skipped the USA and manages Ponce's old farm and his rambling state. After living in Pennsylvania for 15 years, Buck naturally picked up plenty of American expressions and he really enjoys confusing Ponce with them. <laughs> Ponce has to call me for an explanation. See, he hasn't got the internet in the manner. Just good old fashioned manners. <laughs> so how could I leave the subject of Nigel Ponce without mentioning me special feature right here on the Linnax Show? It's called American for Foreigners. After all, Ponce finds most regular phrases and sayings foreign. Oh dear well. Here goes American for Foreigners with me arrogant British aristocratic contributor. <laughs> First up, though, here's his latest voicemail message.
1: You have messages. Well, hello, uh, Ned. This is Nigel Potts calling you from England. Your brother Buck
0: said that your Florida farm is po' dunk. And yes, it does sound absolutely ridiculous. Anyway, Ned, can you tell me what on earth he's talking about as I haven't a clue? All I want to know is whether you're you know, underwater or something, old okay? chap. So perhaps You know, I just love the way he introduces himself on me voicemail. It's as if I actually know someone else who sounds just like him. <laughs> anyway, let me translate it for you, Nigel. This time, Buck says me fram is podunk. <laughs> of course, Nigel, you think Buck's deliberately confusing you. Well, it's a weird expression, really, isn't it? But totally different from what you'd imagine. By the way, on a high note, we're still not underwater here. No, nope. but podunk means something that's small boring and out of the way. Um, Oh dear, well, let me assure you, it's not like that at all Nigel, no. On the other hand, dunk could be a great way of describing the inside of Buck's head. Um, Anyway, I hope that makes some kind of sense to you. This is Ned Natter here with the Ned Natter Radio Show. I'm here every Wednesday. You can find all my shows again at it over to me in constant political commentating neighbour old Rush's Stonewall Jackson fire again this week to listen to a lot of very hot air and gas. Yep, he's the guy with about the same size carbon footprint as your average coal mine. Add to that, it's all in snippet size installments. Yep, with weak bladder, Rush is always rushing off. Poor old mucker. <laughs> This time we've got Rush's little feature again. It's called Rush Recalls and he's not just talking about his private hopes for the Democrats. He's looking back at past events. Oh dear, well, this time he reminded me of how he recalls the time when everyone always said sir or ma'am. Oh dear, see, he reckons there was a time when it was standard across the nation. But now even his UPS guy calls him buddy. Mm. He says it's because the socialists let standards slip away when they were in power. <laughs> yep, that's Rush's blanket statement for everything he doesn't like. Oh well. Of course, with Rush there's not so much happening with an always one-sided debate anyway. Also, Rush is one of those people who will ever say sir instead of pardon. <laughs> <laughs> oh well. Add to that after dumping his famously reliable flip phone last week, <laughs> he's become obsessed with his new device and what it can do for him. The trouble is, Rush hasn't worked out <laughs> what it can do and the things it's supposed to do for him. Add to that, he usually doesn't manage to say much more before he excuses himself again with that standard statement: "That's right." It's a great excuse to bail on me early. Gotta go. Oh dear, Rush. Has always gotta go. <laughs> This is Ned Natter here with the Ned Natter Radio Show. I am here every Wednesday, but you can find all my shows again at nednatter.com, where they're all stored for you as podcasts. So if you want me repeats or can handle listening to me voice all over again, stop by and say hi. Me, lovely neighbour, young Alice Jones, invited me over for our weekly vegan cake and fair trade coffee sit-down. Mm,
1: mm, 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 mm. <laughs>
0: Young Alice was in a cheerful mood when I visited this week. Yeah, she got another animal adoption for a growing sanctuary. Well, there's thousands of them. Yep. <laughs> She's been given an ant farm. Oh dear, I've already got an ant farm. Yep. There's more ants in Florida than you believe. I've got literally millions of them in every acre. Yep. Alice's are in a kind of earthy fish tank boat, so you can watch their antics. Real <laughs> glass. Hmm. On the other hand, with spring on the horizon, Alice decided to do me new tarot reading. Oh dear, it wasn't great see spring has sprung, but it seems that I'm not going to spring any time soon. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, then she reminded me we should all take more notice of the wonders of nature, and baffled me again with a really bizarre statement right out of the blue. Cockroaches are great survivors, yep. Yeah. They're definitely surviving in great numbers here on the farm, for sure. But Alice went on to remind me that they can not only crash into a wall and then scale it at the same speed, fit through a crack as thin as a quarter, but also survive for two weeks after losing their heads. <laughs> if I catch them in my kitchen, they lose a lot more than their heads, I can tell you. Anyway, as always, Alice's coffee, cake and company. Oh, reliably nice. This is Ned Natter here with the Ned Natter Radio Show. I hear every Wednesday, but you can find all my shows again at nednatter.com. Well, we lovelies, it's time for this week's questions and odd news items from you, me listeners. Yep, I've got it all here on the Ned Natter Show. (laughs) Well first up I got a call from Norma in Norwich, Yeah, she called me to chat about this really odd story about how some folks are allergic to pollinated fruit. Oh dear, well, I did mention allergies earlier so I thought I'd include this one. See, if you're allergic to a certain kind of pollen and the fruit you eat has the same pollen protein inside of it, you'll get an allergic reaction, yeah. So for example, some grasses share this with tomatoes and there's ragweed and that's linked to bananas. You know, the wife has the odd allergies on that front too, you know, yep. she gets an allergic reaction if she doesn't eat just about everything in the cupboards and the fridge in a single day. to <laughs> that, I think a lot of the stuff she eats probably makes the old allergens make a run for it anyway. <laughs> the second item comes from Donnie in Dunedin, yeah. He told me about this really interesting story he read about a three-wheeled solar-powered car. Oh. Oh dear, yeah, it's another wacky idea, hoping to impress the world with something green. It's an oh dear, right, after all. If you've got sun all day, it's probably great, but not elsewhere. (laughs) Add to that, three-wheel cars are nothing new, and they've been around for years. Add to that, there's a reason nobody likes them, yeah. They roll around like a boat. Yep, the only thing missing is a sail. (laughs) Oh dear, so if you take a corner too fast... You have to, uh, the, you know, the urge to sort of lean out the window to straighten the thing up. But on the upside, this latest effort probably doesn't go much faster than a bicycle uphill, so you shouldn't have much trouble. <laughs> My final caller came right out of the blue, Martin in Montana. Yep, he called me to tell me about a new farming tool. Yep, a weed-spotting robot. <laughs> it can spot the weeds in amongst the stuff you're growing. Added to that, it checks on the crops too, even counts the potential yield. Mm, very clever. It uses little cameras to collect all the data and that's then fed directly to the farm computer. Yep. The upside also has a downside. We farmhands experience something new with this handy little invention. Yep. It's also called unemployment.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> this is Ned Natter here with the Ned Natter Radio Show. I am here every Wednesday, but you can find all the shows again at nednatter.com they're all stored for podcasts, so if you want me repeats, or can I listen to me voice all over again, stop by and say hi. Hey, dubious command agent, 50%, is lining me up with a new ad this week, and he's got something really odd this time around. <laughs> oh dear, he's definitely been scraping the bottom of the barrel this time. Add to that, it kind of leaves us with a pretty mixed thoughts, I suppose. <laughs> anyway, here he goes. Here at Bury Them Real Quick Inc, doing business as the landfill guys, we've definitely got the cheapest funeral offerings in the business and that's our hard and fast guarantee. With us, you really get the best with the cheapest. So go to our website and browse our unique range of economy plans today at burythemrealquick.com and find our latest deals. Yeah, we keep it real here with a simple plan that not only cuts out all the trimmings but dodges all those tired old ceremonies, unwanted mourners and wilting flowers. That's right, we've got plans from just $99 all in. That's right, save your money by dropping them off at our handy local collection point and leave us to take care of the rest. But wait, that's not all. Our national sales manager Colin Coffin has a special offer and just for then, that show listeners, yep, with every burial this month only, we'll throw in a 20% coupon to use next time you need our services. <laughs> and you can't beat a deal like that, can you? So visit us today and remember our motto bury them quick, bury them cheap, and bury them deep. <laughs> Oh, you know, I even expecting that one at all. I suppose you'd say it's pretty distasteful to some folks. But, you know, the final send-off continues to go up in price every year, doesn't it? Add to that, the person involved doesn't even get to enjoy it. <laughs> On the other hand, the agent 50% only really enjoys one thing in life. Yeah, that's right, a stack of green. Yeah, cash, cash, cash. And, of course, more cash. Oh, dear. <laughs> This is Ned Natter here with the Ned Natter Radio Show, On whichever way you dice it, we show is unpastroys and unfiltered. But that's all me lovelies, and on that note we better go. So until next time, remember a as are getting older, some more than others. It's time some new blood came down on the farm and gave us an hand. Shite matters, without us, you wouldn't have anything to eat. Without me, your Wednesdays won't be much fun. In the meantime, you can find me and all my radio shows at nednat.com. Yep, they're all safe use podcast too. Add to that, there's me social media links. So come by and say hi. It'd be great to hear from you. Thanks so much for listening. It's been a pleasure chatting with you again. And I hope you'll join me on the NedNat Show soon. So until then, keep a smile on your face, think positive... And don't sweat the small stuff. The grass is not always greener on the other side. It might just be a freeway.
1: <laughs>
0: Goodbye, me lovelies. <laughs>
1: the
0: Ned Nat Show is written and presented by me, Ned Natter. The show is produced and recorded live in Florida, USA by Doris Billsborough. And the Ned Nat show is managed and represented by Grace Windsor at Nexus Media.